This episode of Didn't I Just Feed You is sponsored by By Heart. Longtime listeners know that Stacy and I both struggled with infant feeding stages with all our kids. Breastfeeding was hard, and choosing a formula was, well, also hard. We're thrilled to be working with By Heart, an infant nutrition company on a mission to make the best formula in the world. Not only is By Heart an easy-to-digest formula, their formula is also clinically proven for easier digestion, less spit-up, and softer poops versus leading infant formula. By Heart has their own patented protein blend that includes prebiotics and an 80-20 whey-to-casein ratio, just like in early breast milk, which is tailor-made for a newborn's digestive system. Curious about By Heart? Redeem your welcome offer at byheart.com slash podcast with code D-I-J-F-Y for a limited time. That's byheart.com slash podcast and code D-I-J-F-Y, short for Didn't I Just Feed You. Additional terms and conditions apply. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Hey, this is Stacy and Megan with another one of our new fun size episodes of Didn't I Just Feed You? In these episodes, we'll take 10 to 15 minutes to dig into a topic. We'll hop on really quickly and hop off really quickly. And of course, we'll continue the conversation in our listeners group. We're going to have about one of these a month, though we will be announcing really soon how you'll be able to get a second one every month. Sometimes it'll be both of us, sometimes just one of us, and even some guests thrown in. So this week, we're talking about what's the deal with aphrodisiac foods? <laughs> Myth? Legend? <laughs> Myth, Do legend, they really work? real, not real. Um, we're literally all going to Google together. Okay, so I think this is funny because we were like, uh, like, are we prepared enough? We, You guys, we don't know. We don't know about aphrodisiac foods. So we're going to like, we're going to Google. We're going to do this together. Uh, that sounded I feel fun. Like <laughs> this, this is all taking on. In the mini episode where if you listen with your children, like in your car on a commute or something, maybe it's time to go and listen to the classroom tree episode from last February instead of this one. Good idea. That was such a smart warning. Okay. Because we're going to talk about our low ass libidos. Eating oysters? (laughs) Okay, can we talk? Can we start with oysters? Because I don't need to Google that shiz. I know that's one of those like they. It's legendary. And I have to tell you, I get a funny feeling when I eat oysters. (laughs) I did. I said that. I just said that to everybody who listens. Like Like literally thousands of people are going to hear that. I know. I know. Okay. So whatever. There you have it. The most importantly, is Mike going to hear that and show up with a case of oysters and an <laughs> yes. oyster club? 
yes, yes. and everything else we mentioned in this. Oh my goodness. Okay, so if you Google, there's like what I don't even know what a good source is for this kind of information. There is no good source. This is all. So it might be just fun to go to like cosmopolitan oh god okay wait can you talk to me are you glossing over oysters like do you feel funny when you eat oysters i just (laughs) so here's a funny thing and this might be the whole episode in a nutshell which is like i love oysters if i'm Mm -hmm. eating oysters it probably means that i'm on a date night yes or i'm like out with girlfriends i'm probably drinking a delightful cocktail or a glass of champagne and all of those things, the like relaxing with my husband or with my friends yes. and having a nice meal and having a little alcohol, all of those things, those get me in the mood. Yes. So it's hard to say if you're it's right. just the oysters or I, that. I think that's so legit. I agree that that's probably what's happening with me. Although there is like a moment as soon as the oyster goes down, like it's like a ha. Oh. You know, I'm I'm being jokey. It's not like a sexual feeling. It's not arousal, but there is this like woo, like yeah. good little it's like a little <sighs> exhilarating, right? Yes. Here to eat an oyster. Yes, totally. Yes. All right. So this Valentine's Day, people start with oysters. All right, let's move on. <laughs> and champagne, which Cosmopolitan is saying is an aphrodisiac food. I mean, that seems like a duh to me. It says that they contain compounds that raise testosterone and estrogen levels. Yeah. Right? So, but like, this is always the question. And we talked about this in our last mini episode. Like, how many do you actually have to eat for that to have an impact on your system? Listen, I'm willing to eat oysters and champagne every day until Valentine's Day in the name of science. If that's what is required of this job as <laughs> podcast co-host, I will do it. You're so giving. We love you for that. I just love you. I just love you guys. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. It's very giving. Another one that comes up a lot, meat. And I'm not kidding. It's like coming up on multiple lists, just like meat. Meat. Red meat? I think that's a little weird. It's saying beef, chicken, and pork. They contain amino acids that improve blood flow. Okay. Okay. And uninterrupted blood flow is crucial to sexual response, Megan. (laughs) It is. I'm reading it. I'm reading it. Oh, it's making me sweat a little bit. I'm reading it. I know. I'm also like in this cosmopolitan list list article that's like telling me chili peppers. Yes, fi- I've heard those figs, before. Asparagus? No. Hell no. I that's that's made up. <laughs> Bananas? I Does mean, asparagus get you in the mood? No, not even a little bit. Also, if we're gonna go there, I'm just gonna go there. If you have that gene that makes your pee smell, it's not sexy. It's like decidedly not sexy. So I don't know. I'm not down with. I don't believe it. Red wine. Okay, duh. Again, another one where it's like uh, amino acids and antioxidants, right? And then you literally get the blood pumping. That's that's exactly what it says. It says red wine contains quercetin. Q U E R C E T I N. I don't know if I'm saying right which might account for females' positive response. Why? Why just females? I don't know. Increase sexual desire and lubrication in women. I think that's called drinking. <laughs> that's what I think. I think that's just called drinking, if that's something you do. Watermelon. Oh, watermelon? Yeah. I mean, objectively, watermelon is kind of sexy. or Whoa, So it's really? like a super juicy peach. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Peach. Those are like... 
visually too, like melons and peach. <laughs> yes, I'm this thinking about your weirdest down there. episode ever. <laughs> but even that, like eating a peach, you know, that summer, that juicy summer peach where you're yeah. like having to eat it over the sink and it's kind of like dripping down your arms. I, I don't know. I, I think that's like <laughs> kind of sexy. Oh, I feel weird that I just said that on a podcast about feeding our family. I feel families. like we're really laying ourselves raw in this episode. This is weird. I feel strange. There are so many foods that like do have sort of sexual like connotation to them, right? And and visually are used to represent like sex organs and all of those things. Exactly. So it's like how much of that is like what's been marketed to us like is that why bananas are on this cosmopolitan list of aphrodisiac foods like it's a phallic shape so it should yeah. get us going i think that's a really fair question like i wonder like like what we all consider aphrodisiac if we're kind of psychologically conflating all these things yeah. you know like chocolate is like romantic. It's associated with romance. I think these are good questions. I mean, I am finding things like, you know, that says watermelon has like lycopene, lysopene, right? And that research shows it has a Viagra-like effect on the body. Uh, Okay, but again... Like you have to eat a whole watermelon to get that. Seriously. And then you're going to have the chits to be every two seconds (laughs) which counteracts the sexiness of it all you cannot win olive oil i'm not gonna comment on that (laughs) okay i want to take us a slightly different direction which i think is kind of interesting because in cosmopolitan's little roundup is like not aphrodisiac foods and they talk about microwave popcorn and like cooking things in nonstick pots and pans as being linked to lower sperm count. Oh, whoa, really? Yeah, I think that's really interesting. And then also they say dairy is not a aphrodisiac. Oh, well, that's interesting because thehealthy.com ends their list with whipped cream. And then they literally say here, it is it just isn't dessert without this rich topping. While there's no evidence that whipped cream will boost libido, it's sure to put you in the mood. That's just straight up dirty. Like, what are they suggesting? This is one of those, like, pulling back the curtain of food media where it's (laughs) like, okay, we have to write something for Valentine's Day. Yeah. What are we going to say? They're getting dirty there is what they're doing. It's like the one time a year where we get to, right? It's so funny. We haven't talked about some supplements. Okay. Like natural supplements. So maca. Oh, yeah. I've never said that out loud. Do you know that? Even though I, I think I ha- that's how it sounds. I've also <laughs> don't think I've ever said it out loud. But and actually, while I was in South America last year, one of our guides, we must have seen it in something or I don't know. Like there was a reason he wasn't being inappropriate. Right. Was like, oh, let's not get that. That's for something else. Like it, it's true that in a lot of South American communities, maca is considered something that would burst f- uh, fertility, boost. I said burst. Okay. <laughs> I don't want a burst of fertility <laughs> at all. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, uh, that it 
boosts fertility. No, it's as a Peru's natural aphrodisiac. Natural Viagra. There you go. See, I was in Peru. Told you. Thought to increase energy, stamina, fertility, and libido. Wow. I mean, wait, didn't Catherine McCord mention maca powder yep. in the smoothie project? Oh yeah, she. It's in her book. Uh huh. We, we see you, Catherine. We see you. Okay, get it, girl. That's why you have three kiddos. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Ginkgo biloba. Isn't it? Aren't that and ginseng closely related? Yes. And ginseng is one of those like considered aphrodisiacs. aphrodisiacs. I wonder if ginger is also another thing that gets blood pumping. I haven't seen it on any of these lists Me yet. Me either. I think that's a great question. But you know what else I'm seeing? Fenugreek. And I had to take fenugreek when I was having problems breastfeeding. I was told Same. that. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. Very it observed a significant increase in sexual desire and arousal in the fenugreek group by the end of the eight-week study. Wow. Fascinating. Fascinating. Okay. On a really real yeah. level. Well, besides, outside oysters and this idea of like, okay, when you're drinking champagne and relaxing with your friends, that increases your libido. What are foods that you find to be like relaxing or feel cozy and and set a mood. I mean, you know, it's funny. I don't love chocolate. I've said that before. Mm-hmm. But there is like chocolate is kind of sexy. Yeah. Especially like like a molten chocolate cake or something that has like a nice like soothe silky texture. Um, like I know it's super old school restaurant style, like romantic dinner for two, like let's end with a chocolate molten cake, but that delicious like cake with that like oozy, delicious velvety melty middle is actually really sexy. Champagne for sure. I really do love a steak dinner too. So maybe they were right about meat. Yeah. Like honestly, how old school is that? Like steak Start with oysters and champagne, steak dinner, red wine, end with like chocolate cake. That's like, that's a sexy meal to me. I'm into it. We always do steak frites for family Valentine's dinner um, just because the kids love it and it feels really special. But now, so it seems like all I need to add is... um, Oysters and champagne. And then I just to get rid of the kids. kids. (laughs) Listen, hasn't stopped us yet. What about you? What gets you in the mood food wise? I don't know. I was thinking uh, when you were talking about like how silky, chocolatey, molten lava cakes are. I was like, oh, I get that same vibe from chocolate pudding, which also seems like a really weird thing to say. Hey, if you call it chocolate mousse, it doesn't feel as weird. No. Right? Right? Okay, so chocolate mousse, I yeah. would say. And then also, this is like going to sound weird, but like spicy things that are kind of light. So like ceviches and tacos. Yes. I don't know. I think those things are like, they set a fun and sort of festive mood. I like that. And then you can drink tequila, which that that puts me in the Ooh, mood. It's a mood for sure. <laughs> tequila. <laughs> Well, oh, we hope that you guys appreciate this very weird conversation. (laughs) (laughs) And then also you all hop onto Instagram and Facebook where you can also join our private listeners group. When you join, you'll be prompted with a question. The answer is whiskey. That's how we'll let you in. And we want you to join us there because we are seriously dying for you to join in on this conversation so we don't feel so alone and laid bare. (laughs) (laughs) What gets you guys in the mood? Yes. 
Most importantly, subscribe, rate, and review. Our music is Good Old Times by Alex Cohen, provided by Jay Mando. A huge thank you to our editor, Samantha Gatsik. And that's all, y'all. Thank you for listening and have a very romantic Valentine's Day. Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.